Psalm 85, verse 6. Will I not revive? Will you not revive us again? And I say, Lord, will you not revive us again? That your people may rejoice in you? Show us your mercy, O Lord, and grant us your salvation. I will hear what God the Lord will speak. For he will speak peace to his people and to his saints. But let them not return back to folly. Surely his salvation is near those who fear him. That glory may dwell in our land. Pray with me right now. Father, we thank you for your spirit here this morning. We thank you for the fire of God that is dwelling in this place right now. And as I share this short message and we pray and we call your people to pray, to bow the knee and to seek you in humble surrender. I ask that you would remember us, Lord, that you would remember us, our families, our loved ones, our little ones, God, in this church, in this community, in this region, Lord, those who have labored for you, loved you, and carried the flame of revival for years, God, thank you. Amen. Amen. Give God praise right now. The Asbury Revival, an outpouring of the Spirit. Just a few short days ago, February the 8th, in the chapel there at Asbury, and most of us have heard what's going on, and it's, it's just, it's an answer to prayer. These students, they were hungry for God. They felt something deep on the inside of them, as I understand it. Of course, I do most of us do here we understand the voice of God the moving of the Holy Spirit we've just we've lived in this atmosphere but we're so glad that God is pouring it out and it started there on February the 8th uh, Wednesday a week ago I believe and this spontaneous prayer meeting these students they wanted to linger in chapel I watched the, the message of this young man that preached uh, as it started. And it was, it was about the love of God and how we can't really love until we have been loved by God. And he kept hitting it and hitting it and hitting it. And, I was, and he would throw in a joke, a really corny joke every now and then. And, it, and then... Nobody would laugh, but it didn't matter. 
because the truth and the power of God was so tangible you could feel it and students began to come forward and they confessed one in particular just confessed and the power of God began to move and you can't duplicate anything like that you just got to know what God's doing now what he's doing here right now I'm just sharing an example of outpouring and and really how simple it is how it works but repentance began to just permeate and and students went back to class and they asked to come back and and this spontaneous revival uh, now on the 11th day just 11 days just 11 days and I want to say this to you my friends and 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 just people who who bear the burden of the Lord hey, I'm 61 I've seen revivals and they've been really good they've been outstanding wonderful but this there's something sacred about it Tucker Carlson did a little excerpt on his program about it and then they were going to send down a a um, a team to you know, to visit, to film it, and all of that. And I'm so thankful that the elders there said, no, no, we don't want your cameras. We don't want publicity. We don't want anything misinterpreted. We want God. This is about Him. This is about, God doesn't need promotion from the media mountain. This is a powerful move of God. I'm leading you somewhere, so just... Just bear with me just a few minutes. And so now there's eyewitness reports all over America about hunger and repentance and changed lives and the spreading of revival across America, places like Jackson, Georgia High School. High school students praying and seeking God. They don't want to leave the chapel. Cedarville, just north of here in Dayton, Cedarville University. The students are gathering and they're praying and they're seeking and they're hungering and they don't want to leave. They don't want to leave. Why? Because God is pouring out His Spirit. These are the end times, beloved. He said that I will pour out in the last days, says God, that I will pour out my Spirit upon all flesh. I'm just interpreting, I'm just interpreting what God is doing right now i want you to see it and i'm 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 leading you someplace places like lee university these are christian universities if ever christian universities needed revival it's today these poor students these these professors they I, i've talked to some of them and and it's like we just it's hard to get through but god knows how to get through to students the university of kentucky is the Spirit of God is being poured out upon the students there, Ohio Christian University. It's all around us right now. It's all around us right now. Kingsway, Birmingham. Even in Israel, I've heard. And Uganda, Christ for the nations in Dallas. And, and they've carried the, the power of God and the ramp. How many have heard of the ramp in Alabama? This, this place where students go and they get completely fired up for God. And we've sent our students at times there in the power of God. See, the flames of revival are igniting. Make no mistake about it. They're igniting. 
And I like to believe that God is answering our prayers here. You've, you've heard me pray. You've prayed with me. God, send revival. Let fire fall from coast to coast, border to border. We've prayed that prayer for years because I know God wants to do it. It doesn't matter if I see it. I just know that He wants to do it. And so, what about Life Church? What about us? What about us? What about us? Hallelujah. What about this community? What about what's happening under the bridge downtown and outreaches and people that we support and that we love and that we want to see revival come to this region? And I say, God is not going to pass us by. He will not pass. Oh, we're carrying. I was telling Curtis, we've been carrying revival for years. I mean, we burn in the mornings. We burn in the evenings. We burn on Sunday morning in prayer and intercession before service. We're just trying to burn for God. But listen, what He has promised, He will do. And what the prophets have declared, the Bible says that believe the prophets and you will prosper. And what the prophets have said in the word of God and, the, and modern day prophets have said about outpouring, we believe. This is God. This is sacred. We who are spiritually hungry and thirsty salvations come and baptisms in the spirit we have memorials here these signs healing baptism in the spirit water baptism salvations the prophetic what about life church the Lord says I'm pouring out my spirit upon you upon your sons and daughters and they will prophesy and they will dream dreams us old men will. Now's the time, beloved, to press in more than ever before. And I'm not, I'm not saying this to get y'all, you know, just in a frenzy. I'm just saying I feel a sacred moment that is happening in our time, in our generation. As your pastor, I have to tell you these things so that you can be aware and you can run with God and others can run with you and you can run with us. Hallelujah. Let me give you a little history before I give you just a few, just brief points. And then I'm going to ask James Turner and, and Jerry, if you would, to just pray for us and call us to the altar. You two are great evangelists in our city. You are flames of God, you and Letha, and, and what God is doing. And I asked them to come here today, and they just came out of the goodness of their heart because they're gifts to this city. Gifts. The evangelist is such a great gift. It's, you're going you're gonna to see, and he, they prayed earlier today that 
the gift of apostle, prophet, evangelist, pastor, teacher. It's so key to the moving and the sustaining of revival. All throughout the scripture and church history, we see God's willingness and his mercy to send powerful revival when when his people pray. I've read, you know, last week I shared with you, I, I, I love to read about the history of God's movement and powerful miracles. I shared an example of Watchman Nee in China and this powerful move on an island that they set their eyes upon and the people there, the inhabitants there, and how God just broke the power of idols. And God saved and did a mighty move of, of the Spirit of God to save so many there in China. How many have heard of the Welsh Revival? How many have heard of the Azusa Street Revival? Other great outpourings of God. How many have heard of Billy Graham? How many have heard of Billy Sunday? Did you know that there was an outpouring of the Spirit in, in the 70s at Asbury University? Very, very similar. How many have already been to Asbury? Raise your hand. Who's been already been there? Come on, stand up. Stand up. I want to see you. Oh, hallelujah. Do you want to say one quick thing? You want to say one quick thing? Like, come, come on up here. Come on up here. <laughs> I wanted to say, I was, oh my gosh, I don't know how you do this. Um, I was there yesterday, all morning I kept trying to find excuses not to go, and the Holy Spirit kept saying, go, you need to go, you need to go, you need to go. So I went by myself. It was, I think I'm, I'm exhausted today. Yeah. It was so um, humble, people were so respectful, 20,000 people. Um, but one of the things I wanted to say, when you were talking about the Christian colleges, and these kids, it was so, and I don't like to use this word, but organic, like they would call these kids up to um, tell their life Bible verse. They would call these kids up to test, give their testimony. Um, powerful stuff. These kids are amazing. And we went, I went, the old people, we went to the, uh, one of the overflow, four overflow chapels. I went to one of those across. They had a big screen out. They had speakers out so you could hear everything. There had to have been 20,000 people on the lawn in front of this chapel and the main chapel. And when they would pray, it would be silent. And when they would sing worship music, people were singing. People were dropping to their knees in line praying. Um, but what I wanted to say is it's not just the Christian colleges. It is. That's amazing. But they, one of the pastor professors there, as he was speaking, talked about the texts he's gotten. There's people from countries all over the world. I saw license plates from Delaware, Alabama. This little town is 2.6 square miles. But office buildings, they're getting texts about revival and prayer in office buildings. So we can, and the biggest message they wanted to get was go out, take it out. Don't leave it in Little Wilmore, Kentucky. Take it out. So praise God. It was Come on. one more just just real quick 
How many have heard of the Toronto airport outpouring? Anybody? Pensacola revival. Remember that? I went to that one. That was awesome. Lakeland revival in the early 2000s. And, and this church was birthed in revival. This was a move of God. That's all I can say. It was kind of out of that whole 90s and early 2000s revival. And we've just carried the flame ever since. And as your pastor, I promise you, I promise you to keep this fellowship in the flame of the Holy Spirit. Somebody say amen. I promise you that. There's no secret to catching fire with God. It's all about humility. It's all about a one-two. It's all about saying yes to God. A simple yes. A three-letter word. It would seem so hard for some. It isn't and shouldn't be to you. I want you to bow your heads. And bow your hearts. I want to take you through just a short prayer time. When God sends revival in the land, that's what God said to me. When I send revival in the land, I want you to tell the people to do this. Number one, acknowledge that this is revival from God and pray blessing on it. Can you pray with me right now? Father, we acknowledge that this is from you and we don't understand it. We're so thankful. God, we have prayed and you have answered and we acknowledge it, God. Even if it's just been short prayers, prayers that we prayed years ago, Lord, they're still there lingering in your, in your presence before your throne. So we acknowledge that it is you, God, that is doing this. That it is you, Lord, that is igniting these fires. And number two, when revival, when God sends revival in the land, let us give thanks to the Lord that he is answering our prayers and that the end time outpouring of the Spirit and the end time harvest is in the land right now. Let us go out. Let us go out. They say, Father, we thank you. Come on, will you thank God with me? Just say, thank you, Lord. I acknowledge that this is from you, God. It's just humbleness. It doesn't have to start with me. I just want to acknowledge it. Hallelujah. I want to give thanks for it. I don't want to be one of those pastors that's criticizing it. God, we're so thankful. We're so thankful, Lord, that you're pouring it out. God, we may not understand it all, but you're doing it. And the end time harvest is here, God. Let this be the end time harvest before you return, God. Perhaps this is what it is, Lord. And so we give thanks, God. And we humble our hearts before you. See, when God sends revival in the land, it's, let's acknowledge that it is from Him. Let's give thanks to Him. But number three, let's rededicate ourselves mm-hmm. to His church family and gatherings and prayer and the spreading of revival and the sharing of the gospel and the reaching out to those in our community and those in our city and those around the world through our missionaries and our, our evangelists. Come on, let's pray that way. God, we rededicate. I rededicate myself to you, God, whatever that looks like. And whatever that looks like, Lord, we've had, Lord, you know what we've done. 
Lord, our prayer and fasting. Lord, during our prayer and fasting, 21 days to start this year, God, that first fruit, Lord, of the year, we just brought to you every night. We're so thankful, God, that people love to burn and pray here. And Lord, you're answering our prayers and we thank you for it. We look forward to more fire and glory weekends and maybe a fire and glory that goes on indefinitely, God. But we rededicate ourselves, Lord, to your house and to what you're doing and what you're building, God. Not what I'm building, God, but what you're building. Hallelujah. When God sends revival in the land, let's acknowledge it. Let's give thanks to God. Let's rededicate ourselves to what he's doing and what he's doing in his house and among his people and in his, this community and in this region. But Curtis made a post the other day and, and as I was reading it, I thought it's so powerful about the move of God that's happening. And he just, he said, God spoke to him these words and it was from a movie, Saving Private Ryan. And I just think that's interesting, Saving Private Ryan, Saving but that's a, it's a war story and some of you it's it's a little dated but it's okay but at the end as as the sergeant was dying and he was looking into the eyes of of uh, Ryan who was one of four brothers three of his brothers had died in, in World War three and or World War two maybe that's a prophecy I don't know but World War two and they were trying to get Ryan out because oh, that was just kind of the way they did things uh, to save the, the posterity of a family. He said to Ryan, earn it. Earn what? Earn what? Let's not waste this revival in the land. Let's not waste it. Let's not waste this opportunity. Let's act with all the spiritual fervor we have to sustain it until Jesus comes. And I want Curtis, will you pray on that, that point when revival's in the land that, that let's earn what God is saying. Let's, let's pour into it with fervor. Thank you. Yeah, thank you, God. that you would teach us how to steward something so big as this. That God, this revival would be something that actually changes the very culture of our nation. That no longer would just this vileness that is taking over, that it be stopped with this. God, that you would pour out revelation on every single person that's being touched by this revival, that it's not enough for us to just do church, but that we have to go into every single realm of society and bring the kingdom like leaven, God. God, would you make this revival like bits of leaven that go out into the entire nation and cause the entire loaf to rise? God, would you not let us off the hook that we would just have, you know, a nice little encounter with you and we'd go about doing exactly what we were doing before. But that, God, it would stir up something in us 
to put our foot down and say, no, enough is enough. We will no longer let the enemy take the next generation, take our legislation, take our culture, take our media, take our journalism. We won't let it take any area of culture that from this revelation, from this revival forward, we would have a nation that is completely changed for the glory of God, inside and out, upside and down, from the highest places of government to the orphans and the widows, to the homeless, that God, every single area would be touched by your finger. God, that you would teach us to earn it. God, I understand that you, revival isn't earned. Salvation isn't earned. Grace isn't earned. It is interceded for, but it, there's nothing we can actually do to make it happen. But there is something we can do to make fruit happen from it. So God, I ask that you would deposit in us an extreme obedience, a fearless obedience yeah. to take what you've given us and step into our culture and into society and change it permanently. God, that our nation, that America, from this day forward, would be known again as a nation under God, indivisible with liberty and justice for all. And we bless what you're doing, God, and we thank you for it. In the name of Jesus. Let's all stand.